right, and we are back with another episode of the Lone Star Podcast. I am your host, Mark Rankins, uh, the CX manager here at Catalyst, and today uh, we have a very exciting guest with us. Um, this is somebody that I have worked with um, in a couple different ways, either being uh, at conferences, uh, speaking partners, um, behind the scenes at conferences, uh, dealing with reviews themselves, which will probably play into the conversation today. Um, just many different facets. Um, he's kind of been there every step of the way that I've been in this industry. Um, so I have a lot to owe to him. Um, one of my, um, scariest moments starting my job was having to get into a room full of the executive leadership team at campus advantage in my maybe second or third week, uh, with the company. And Dan was sitting right next to me. Uh, that's his name, by the way, Dan Altersdorf. Um, and he, uh, was very encouraging and kind of helped, uh, the dust settle for me a little bit and know what direction I needed to go for the company. So, uh, I just wanted to do that little personal note before I introduce our guest, Dan Oldersdorf. Dan, it's great to have you here today. It is wonderful to be here. I'm honored to, uh, be able to be a guest and it's been a joy being able to work with you. I don't remember that moment, but I'm glad. <laughs> well, I'm glad I do. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Cool. Um, and I have learned a lot from you. So excited to dig into it and uh, continue to learn and share. Sweet. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dan, your history with the industry and where it's led you to uh, today, a day of recording. Awesome. Um, yeah, my current role is as chief people officer with Campus Advantage. So within that role, oversee kind of our customer customer experience, mm -hmm. our uh, learning and development, and HR. So everything people. Everything people. Like to say. Um, I've been in student housing since 1998. 1998. It's been a while. Wow. Started out as an RA. I kind of joke that I'm just still an RA. <laughs> instead of, instead with a of, different job title. <laughs> just with a lot more people. Yeah. Right? yeah like instead that's of true. 30 residents on a floor, I've got 20,000 mm -hmm. and about 500 employees and yeah. um, a lot that goes along with it. But in that time, um, I've moved through a lot of different roles and uh, I've been with Campus Advantage for um, 19 years. Mm -hmm. So 18 years. Man, that's a long time. And you still still enjoy it? Still Absolutely love it? Absolutely love yeah. it. Absolutely. Very cool. So um, I'm going to ask you a new question that I hadn't asked uh, the other people that we have, but uh -oh. just right out the gate, what's your relationship to reviews like? Because obviously you see them in work a lot, but mm -hmm. like outside of just a professional stance, like personally, what's your relationship to reviews like? What what have you used them for? Or, or do you even care about them? Like when you're looking at products or hotels, whatever it may be. Oh, I use them all the time. Okay. All the time. Cool. I look at them, I research them, and I leave them. Ooh, okay. So Good. I think Love because that. of the fact that I'm so aware mm -hmm. of reviews, I am very, very quick to leave, especially positive reviews. Love that. So Love if that I have a good experience, like I jump on it just yeah. because I think because I see so often the opposite mm. and you know, you're like for every, you know, one good review, there's probably a whole bunch of people that never said anything. Right. Right. So I try to be that person. That's good. Hopefully I get some good review karma points. No. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's, I, I think we end up getting into that towards the end of the podcast, but, um, it's always good to know, like, you know, I typically, you know, we have to do some prep to get you on mic to do this and everything. And like knowing who I'm asking and like what the review is going to be about and everything like that. 
Um, it's, it's all about what you're bringing to the conversation every time we do one of these. And I think with any, any situation, it's like, well, do you in your own personal life care about like the feedback people are leaving? Does it factor into a decision you make? Does it mean anything to you? So, um, it's good to know that you're an active player in, (laughs) in reputation in general, um, and not just professionally. I love that. So, um, you ready to get right into it? Let's do it. All right. So this segment that we're going to get into is called review the review. So this is going to be our deep dive into the review itself. Review. review. So the review we're going to talk through is the following. Um, here we go. They accepted our signatures. We hired movers, purchased furniture. Then they rented the apartment out from under us to someone else. Ooh. Total unprofessionalism all caps, avoid this complex. So, right out the gate. You read in that, just what? what's your thoughts? I feel for them. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the situation. Yeah. Yeah. That absolutely stinks. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I remember something that you shared a long time ago that stuck with me. About oh, oh, so you do remember stuff from a long time ago. I do. Us. I do. I didn't remember that boardroom <laughs> meeting, but um, I remember... You saying that um, reviews give people a megaphone. Mm-hmm. People want a voice, and they're going to use their voice in whatever way they can. And if they haven't found a way, I'm not saying it as articulately as you did, but <laughs> if, if they don't, if maybe you, you are though. If you haven't given them a way yeah. to communicate, they're going to find a way. Right. And their right. way, their megaphone, their voice, because you haven't given it to them in another way, mm-hmm. ends up being a review. Ends and up being so a review. in this one, I think, God, like something happened. Yeah. Yeah, they feel like they have no other option but to jump on and leave that review. Yeah, yeah, it's like the so the reason I uh, couple there's a couple reasons I chose this, but um, the the I guess like the absolute like boiled down to the like nitty gritty of what went wrong mm-hmm. is what's I, I guess what hurts so much about this because it's like that it's they 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 did this we did this they did this and we were left with this it's like a one two three four punch and and it just seems like because you know you see the rating before you read the review right Mm -hmm. it's a one star and you're seeing they accepted our signatures we hired movers purchased furniture and it's like your heart and your gut is waiting for the fall you know like what Mm -hmm. actually happened to them and then when you see like it's just the the thing that ends up stinging the most is like total unprofessionalism Mm -hmm. because it's like i mean these units move right like every Mm -hmm. every leasing manager every ca whatever your role is 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 basically innately taught you need to make sure that people understand that what is available at this minute is not going to be available in the next hour in the next day in Mm -hmm. the next week and regardless of that, people still get affected by the outcome of like, well, when we told you to sign, you didn't, and this and this and this. But mm-hmm. like, on the outside looking in, it just feels like, as the customer or as the prospect, like, well, you took this from me. Like, I right. was going to take that, and mm-hmm. you took it from me. And it just, it stings, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, and I know when I read something like that or I often will get emails mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
and that I know nothing about the situation. Yeah. Right. Like in this yeah. situation, I'm sure there's probably a lot more to it. Right. Maybe something there they didn't sign in time. Who knows? Right. But if it is what they stated, which I think you have to start assuming it is. Sure. Sure. We messed up with mm-hmm. the most fundamental aspect of what we do, which is giving people shelter. Right. Right. Oh man. Yeah. Boil it like just boiling it down. Yeah. 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 And so if that's the case, then we need to start there and find out what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what comes to mind for me. That's good. And like that kind of bleeds into what we talk about in the next segment, which is takeaways and drawbacks. So like we want to discuss like what a review like this means for our communities, like on the positive and negative fronts. Cause like sometimes it's like, is there even a solution to the problem that we're mm-hmm. talking to? Or do we just like, do we have to post we're sorry and move on and hope that, you know, so like when, when you see something like this, you know, uh, in, in any, what let, I guess let's hope the, the, the best case scenario is that we start digging in, right? We see mm-hmm. like, okay, hopefully we can identify the name of the resident right. or the prospect or the parent, whoever it may be, see, you know, okay, clearly they signed some documentation. There's got to be a mm-hmm. paper trail or at least an email out there that says they communicated with us, right? And then this situation itself should be somewhat familiar to somebody on site if mm-hmm. we can't, like, if their name's, like, black and decker 400 or something you know (laughs) like we can't find them but like maybe the situation speaks to it a little bit more um that's that's the part that i always feel um start starts to make um the the folks on site reconsider a little bit more about like what the scenario or the situation was too because then it's like you know they're they're kind of in it and then mm-hmm. we, when we see the review, are on the outside looking in. It's kind of like an omniscient thing because we don't know anything right. ab- about the general manager or the CA who talked to them, and it's completely unknown to us. So, like, when you come at a situation like that, because I imagine in HR, like we've connected on reviews mm-hmm. in the past, you know, what's what's that like the most illuminating part of that for you? And like, what are, what are you trying to get to the heart of when you, when you're reaching out, when you're trying to dig, dig into those reviews? A couple things come to mind. One is what are the facts? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just find out what happened. Right. And right. then find out if, well, three things. So what happened? Let's mm-hmm. determine the facts. Second, um, can we do something about it? Yeah. What can we do to fix it? And then third, does this offer an opportunity for us to change something? Yeah. Like, is this a bellwether of a, of a problem that we have and communicating yeah. about timing of leases? And you know, cause yeah. I think that's where we can grow from these. Yeah. Like, we messed up. Let's figure out how we can not just fix this one, but keep it from happening again. Yeah. That's good. And it's like, we do, we like look at the Google reviews and see like, they've got like 18 five-star four-star reviews up and then this one you know is it mm-hmm. like is this like a it's you know a, a blip in the radar per se or is there like two or three more reviews maybe five months ago maybe eight months ago right. where it's like okay so they did this more than once you know so it's like dialing in to identify yeah. the problem and I, the other thing and i don't know if this is as relevant, but for me, I'm, I am coming in from the outside, mm-hmm. just like as a, you know, you're coming in not knowing everything. I really have learned to be careful with my approach 
to not put people on the defensive, to help yeah. them understand, listen, I've got your back. Like, mm-hmm. I know that I'm seeing one sentence here yeah. <laughs> of something that may have taken you hours, days, or weeks right. to work right. through blood, sweat, You're and seeing tears. a tweet, essentially. <laughs> I just saw one statement, and please know that yeah. I know that's all I know. Right, right. It kind of, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's like, like, don't trust the clickbait article headline, you know? Right. Like, it's, because that's, a lot of the times, you know, People want to make sure that their words have that like gusto and, oh, and yeah. emotion attached to it. And if if all we're doing is reading that and going to the GM and being like, "What did you do?" Right. You know, like right. <laughs> justice. You know, it's totally like totally demoralizing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that approach because you know we're we're all trying to figure out what happened and how we can do it better. You know, mm-hmm. perhaps the situation ran the wrong way because of a mistake or because of miscommunication right. and it's like can we identify that and make it right or do we need to like suck it up apologize and mm-hmm. like explain to them how how we faulted and and what we're going to do better next time so speaking of what we're going to do better next time we're going to take a little break and then move into the starry-eyed scenarios of the review. And we're back. Uh, just for those, any anybody turning in, I'll reread the review real quick uh, just as we move into the second portion of what we've got going on here. So I'm here with Dan talking about the following review. They accepted our signatures. We hired movers, purchased furniture. Then they rented the apartment out from under us to someone else. Total unprofessionalism. Avoid this complex. So Dan, so far, I think we've talked a lot about uh, what our feelings were about the review and like what steps we would take to try and figure out more. And so in this segment, it's, it's kind of like, you know, we take a scenario in mind, like a hypothesis, if you will, of what we've learned in the situation and what we can do beyond that. Um, whether it's, you know, with the person who left it or maybe it's their kid or something or the onsite team. So, you know, in in your perfect world, what would be your best outcome given a review like this after you've kind of dug in and figured out what what, what you know or what they know? It's hard to know. I mean, this I'm going to throw in some hypotheticals here because I don't sure. know all of the background. Right. But I think that one of the ideal outcomes, which honestly I'm not optimistic about in this case, <laughs> is that we fix the problem. Right. Right. That right. They, they have hired movers they want to move in they want a place to stay and yeah. clearly something happened and so i'm hoping mm-hmm. and my priority is going to be like is there another space for this person right because it sounds like there was a mix-up so in an ideal world we move them in they have mm-hmm. an amazing experience yeah. despite <laughs> a bumpy start but it doesn't really sound like yeah yeah i don't feel optimistic based yeah. on what i'm reading yeah so i want to you know take care of them but the, where I see opportunity here is, as I mentioned earlier, identifying where we've got a gap. Because mm-hmm. if that happened or if there was a perception yeah. that that happened, that I signed and you didn't live up to your part of that, yeah. then we have to fix something. Yeah. We either need to fix it where they know that it wasn't finalized, which I'm guessing is maybe the case. Sure, like, sure. If they showed up and their room wasn't ready, then something didn't, some box didn't get checked, whether it was on them yeah. or on us. And yeah. we knew identify what that is. And just tighten it up so it never happens again. Mm-hmm. And so that's not a super sexy solution. That 
Yeah. You know, but, but that, that's really, really important yeah. because we're doing that 20,000 times. Yeah. And so if we had a hole in that process, maybe this finds a fix for mm-hmm. that hole so that this doesn't happen to someone else. I kind of just thought a little bit big brained about this for a second and was like, what if this was like something that our teams empowered, like the, their CAs and leasing agents and leasing managers to use? as a way to kind of illustrate the importance of locking in a deal when you want it, you know, and it sounds grimy a little bit because it's like, Oh, this is just a sales tactic. Like, you know, you're just showing me this upset person who like didn't get their unit because you want me to like pay, pay the, you know, deposit or whatever today. But in the, in the frame of things, you know, there's bound to be something that we didn't do correctly every so often. But in, in, this scenario, if it's as perfect as we say, where it's just like it was a lack of timing on somebody's part, they didn't mm-hmm. finish their paperwork, and that meant the room got sold off. Like, is this something that we use as an example for, like, you know, Joe Joe Hill comes in to want to lease at a property near Kentucky mm-hmm. University or whatever, and it's like, well, you know, I'm showing you this room. You seem to really like it. It's got all the fixings for you. Mm-hmm. And it's close to where you want to live or, uh, you know, go to school and there's one left and you're looking at it and what do you want to do? You know, I know you said you're shopping around today, but the reality of the situation is if I try to tell you right now, like this room will be available for you today, like I can't tell you the same thing tomorrow. And here is a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, is that like in your perspective, something that we should be doing or, you know, like illustrating to, to prospects when they enter the door? I think it is a great training tool. Yeah. I think this is a great example of why we want to ensure people take every step in the process. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would train someone to use that as a part of their pitch. Yeah. yeah. But if they know that in their mind and it's a legitimate story, which it is, and mm-hmm. it's a reason for them to share some sincere urgency. Yeah. Then that's great. Yeah. So I think it's a, I love that because okay. it's a real life situation. If we know, so if we know that this was a delay on their part and we use this in a, a training with our teams, right, right. Like, this is why, like, we're not just saying yeah, there's yeah. only one left. And right. You're right. going to drive off the lot today with yeah. this guy. <laughs> like, no, this is how it works. Yeah. And yeah. when they can sincerely do that, it's mm-hmm. not an act. So I think that's a great thought. Cool. Cool. Well, um, you know, we won't go into the nitty gritty of the situation beyond what we know right here, because, you know, this, this could be any property, you know, it could be one we've worked with. It could be one that somebody listening has worked with. And the reality is this type of story is, is unfortunately somewhat common of people getting, feeling slighted by rooms getting taken out from Mm -hmm. underneath them. And whether it's timing, whether it's miscommunication, whether it's, a lack of process that you know we have to identify internally like something factors in there and digging in finding it out is the best you know the best thing we can do and then responding appropriately whether it's an apology or whether it's you know we you know see this situation differently whatever it is you know like we want to make sure that that response is is composed of all of the all of what we can know about the situation right because clearly like you said i think they're 
I think they're done. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we win this one back, but, um, you know, it's never not possible, but sometimes it's the emotionality of the review seems like, I think they closed the door on us, you know? So, uh, let's do our, let's do our last segment. Let's have a little fun. Uh, so we end every podcast episode with our, uh, guests last five star experience. So, what we try to do here is bring a little bit more positivity into it because, you know, we're talking about a lot of negative stuff the whole 20 minutes we've been doing this. So um, just out the gate, you know, I know you live in Colorado, so maybe it was maybe it was the flight here. Maybe it's somewhere you've stayed. I know you travel a lot, too. Uh, what's the last five-star experience you've had? The one that I thought of um, was Or actually, more than one, sorry, if um, you have more oh, than one. <laughs> like I said, I, I leave lots of five-star reviews. But the one that really sticks out to me and I think is relevant here was a recent family vacation. Okay, and it cool. And it was a review that turned from one to five. And Ooh. it involved initiative by one employee. Okay, I love this. In a big company. So this in. was a uh, vacation rental with Vacasa. Okay. And my seven-year-old left Georgie her leopard her stuffed leopard okay at this place and we had already flown home yeah so we're like oh my god i mean this is a big deal and so we reach out to vacasa and are told that there is a 75 dollar fee 50 or 75 dollar fee to go back and look okay like for them just in the room where it was to go like have someone with their management company who's on site and local yikes just go check the house to see to if use their eyes there. and then if we find it then we'll ship it to then we'll you pay we'll charge we'll you more send you an invoice and everything and so okay um my wife was not happy with that mm-hmm. and immediately took to their facebook page messaged them didn't go for straight for the review so it okay. never was a one star but it would have been okay and just said this is ridiculous right this is yeah. my seven-year-old stuffy she sends a picture of it which i think she found on uh anyway found found the same stuffy and so okay we end up getting a reply back from one customer service representative who also made it clear she was doing this of her own accord yeah yeah and not only waived the fee, but no, didn't find the animal. Mm-hmm. Sends us a brand new one of exactly the same stuffy. Research no, and a twenty five dollar gift certificate to the same toy website to buy a friend for Georgie. That is that's like an eight star experience. Amazing! <laughs> oh my gosh! Absolutely amazing! And wow, I don't know whether. You know, again, if it, it seems like it was just this one person's initiative, yeah, who yeah. chose to take something that was probably not a great policy that their company had. sure, she sure, just, she you know had the autonomy or took the uh, initiative to just go fix it and wow. go way above and beyond. So Georgie is alive and well, newly fluffy, <laughs> <laughs> got his fluff back. Has How fluffy got her fluff back? Exactly. Oh my gosh. I just before we close, I the this story of mine is way too similar to what you just talked about. Um, I don't know if you if your children had anything to do with Flat Stanley um, growing up, but it was a book that you had to read, um, and we all made our own Flat Stanleys. This was probably like sixth grade, maybe. And we just made them out of felt, you know. Mm-hmm. We had to carry them around as and like take pictures with them as part of like a school project. And I left mine mm-hmm. in the Bass Pro Shops in Orlando <laughs> and drove back and um, freaked out because, you know, my sixth grade brain is, I mm-hmm. failed, you know, I'm going to get kicked out of school for this. And they called 
or we called them they shipped it back and same thing they put a gift card in there for bass pro shops and it was like my dad still tells that story to this day it was like you know and it made my school project a lot better because now he had traveled via usps (laughs) um so yeah it's just i had to share that because that was a that that's one i carry with me for forever it was just they went so far above and beyond to get a piece of felt back to a little eight-year-old boy so yeah that's awesome touches your heart well dan thank you so much for doing this thanks for being a part of the conversation and hopefully we get to do it again uh, in the future i would love to thank you thank you guys for listening to the lone star podcast and a shout out to our producer lauren goodman for killing it on the recording software uh thank you guys and we'll be back again soon with another fun episode (laughs) 